On May 19, 2014, the ASN Foundation for Kidney Research began accepting applications for the new William and Sandra Bennett Clinical Scholars Program. Established by former ASN President and C. Jason founding editor Dr. William Bennett and his wife Sandra, the goal of the Clinical Scholars Program is to produce the next generation of clinician educators by supporting aspiring nephrology instructors to conduct a project to advance all facets of nephrology education and teaching. In this episode of the ASN Kidney News Podcast, ASN Executive Director Todd Ibrahim speaks with Dr. Bennett about the inspiration for the William and Sander Bennett Clinical Scholars Program and the importance of educators to nephrology's future. So Dr. Bennett, what inspired you to establish the William and Sandra Bennett Clinical Scholars Program? During my um, many years at uh, Oregon Health and Sciences University, I was always impressed by the people that could teach and take care of patients and how important they were to the academic environment, including training the next generation of physicians, not all of whom will be academicians. And I think it's one of the deficiencies in academic medicine that there aren't more people like that who can teach, take care of patients themselves, including being their hands-on doctors, and understand and translate the science that's rapidly evolving into the clinical arena and inspire, therefore, their trainees, be they staying in academic medicine or not. And I always thought that that was, in the training environment, the weak link was finding people that could fill that role and hopefully replenish the ranks of such people in academic medicine in the future. So why do you think that's been a weak link? I mean, what is it about academic medicine and and the educational continuum that causes a deficiency in how we teach the next generation of caregivers? Well, the simple answer is that teaching is very difficult to measure excellence in, and it, in most medical centers that I've been experienced or have experienced, is not uh, rewarded either financially or honorifically, and so it always is left to the people that do it either not with a full measure of confidence and it's left to people who uh, do not get the rewards of teaching which are substantial. And um, so it's low on the priority of most uh, department chairs and academic leaders. And in addition, the role models for clinical medicine and the, the development of the next generation are often hard to find at academic medical centers because there's such a premium, rightfully so, placed on research and science, but it does leave a void between the science and the practice of medicine, and these people that I'm envisioning are somewhere in the middle. They can do science or understand science, but they translate it and inspire the next generation of people to go either into academics or into clinical practice or stay in academic medicine in precisely that role of being the inspiration to people who, after all, go to medical school to practice medicine. So how have you been rewarded as a teacher? Well, I think seeing your your progeny, so to speak, prosper both in uh, the community and in academic medical centers, 
also observe the careers with pride of some of the leaders in nephrology who I've had the chance to uh, interact with as a teacher at one point, including people that have ultimately become president of the American Society of Nephrology, like uh, Sharon Anderson and Bill Henrich. What about for you? When you were being mentored, what were some of the key aspects of your role models? Well, it's funny you should ask that because next week I'm going back to the retirement ceremony of the person that inspired me to go into nephrology. It was on an internal medicine rotation at a hospital in Chicago, and this individual, Norman Simon, who's retiring next week, his enthusiasm for working out the mechanisms of disease and instilling the joy of figuring out a complex problem just really turned me on. And I owe my whole career in nephrology to him just sort of encouraging and inspiring me. And I'm trying to put together a PowerPoint incorporating a, a film I took in 1964 when Dr. Simon and I took a field trip down to Appalachia to study a family whose proband came up on the wards at Northwestern, and we followed it through and studied 12 people in this real rural hospital down in Tennessee. And it was experiences like that that I'll never forget, and his just approach, enthusiasm, critical thinking, combination of human qualities together with a rigorous approach to medicine. Just, uh, I've, it's never left me. What can we do? What can ASN do? What can the current generation of leaders do to bring the joy back to nephrology and, and bring back that, that level of excitement that you had and Dr. Simon had in the, in the past? Well, it's a difficult task in today's uh, environment with increasing medical school debt and the demands regulatory and otherwise on someone's time. But I still think that the one-to-one -one exposure to an enthusiastic, caring clinician will turn on the next generation. And I think we have to, in our medical centers, in our requirements, our exams, really get back to what drove and drives most people to go into medicine. They want to be doctors. And in nephrology, there's a chance to experience all the complicated problems and work out mechanisms, no matter where you are, that the best and the brightest should be turned on by it. And I think they get discouraged by the kinds of patients they see that are in the hospital, the sort of ins and outs of modern medicine with hospitalists and so forth, and you lose the challenge of a complex problem that you can figure out. And uh, somehow, using our best teachers at the ASN meetings and perhaps thinking of ways that we can expose fellows to them, be it at the same institution or different institutions, in medical schools and in residencies, think of creative ways to get our best teachers exposed to these people that have yet to make a career choice. So as you think of the, the Clinical Scholars Program and moving forward, the, the different types of people that will be funded and will be developed and, and become mentors, what are some of the attributes that, that you hope that they exemplify? 
Well, it probably sounds trite, but I think they should have a commitment to excellence. I think they need to uh, have a rigorous approach to clinical problems. I think they need to be able to translate science and the enthusiasm and the breakthroughs that are happening every day in modern science to the bedside. And I think they need to be uh, have the characteristics of professionalism and humanism that we all aspire to have. If they have those things and can transmit them well, I think we'll start to turn around the sort of lack of interest in nephrology that all of us perceive and, and which is so disappointing to us. Well, Dr. Bennett, I just want to thank you and your wife for helping ASN establish the William and Sandra Bennett Clinical Scholars Program. I'm really excited about the program. As you mentioned, it, it fills a gap in the portfolio from the grants perspective, and it really allows us to start to nurture the best teachers and the best clinicians to help them become teachers. So just thank you very much. Uh, you're welcome, Todd. It's uh, my wife and my pleasure to do this, and uh, she's fully on board because uh, she has to buy in because we're partners in all this. So uh, she did enthusiastically. Well, thank you very much, and, and thank you for joining us for today's discussion. Okay, Todd. This podcast is copyrighted by the American Society of Nephrology. All rights reserved. All content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be medical advice. This podcast should not be used in a medical emergency for the diagnosis or treatment of any medical condition. Please consult your doctor or other qualified healthcare provider if you have any questions about any medical condition or before taking any drug, changing your diet, or commencing or discontinuing any course of treatment. Thank you for listening to this podcast of the American Society of Nephrology.